Long ago, might have been hundreds of years ago, in a cottage halfway between this village and yonder shoulder of the downs up there, a shepherd lived with his wife and their little son. Now the shepherd spent his days, and at certain times of the year his nights too, up on the wide ocean bosom of the downs, with only the sun and the stars and the sheep for company, and the friendly chattering world of men and women far out of sight and hearing. But his little son, when he wasn't helping his father, and often when he was as well, spent much of his time buried in big volumes that he borrowed from the affable gentry and interested parsons of the country round about. And his parents were very fond of him, and rather proud of him too, though they didn't let on in his hearing, so he was left to go his own way, and read as much as he liked, and instead of frequently getting a cuff on the side of the head, as might very well have happened to him, he was treated more or less as an equal by his parents, who sensibly thought it a very fair division of labour, that they should supply the practical knowledge, and he the book learning. They knew that book learning often came useful in a pinch, in spite of what their neighbours said. What the boy chiefly dabbled in was natural history and fairy tales, and he just took them as they came, in a sandwichy sort of way, without making any distinctions. And really, his course of reading strikes one as rather sensible. One evening the shepherd, who for some nights past had been disturbed and preoccupied, and off his usual mental balance, came home all of a tremble, and sitting down at the table where his wife and son were peacefully employed, she with her seam, he in following out the adventures of the giant with no heart in his body, exclaimed with much agitation, It's all up with me, Maria. Never no more can I go up in them there dells, was it ever so. Now don't you take on like that, said his wife, who was a very sensible woman. But tell us all about it first. Whatever it is as has given you this shake-up, and then me and you and the son here, between us, we ought to be able to get to the bottom of it. Began some nights ago, said the shepherd. You know that cave up there? I never liked it, somehow, and the sheep never liked it neither. And when sheep don't like a thing, there's generally some reason for it. Well, for some time past, there's been faint noises coming from that cave. Noises like heavy sighings with grunts mixed up in them. And sometimes snoring. Far away, down real snoring. Yet somehow not honest snoring like you and me at nights, you know. I know, remarked the boy quietly. Of course, I was terrible frightened, the shepherd went on. Yet somehow I couldn't keep away. So this very evening before I come down, I took a cast round by the cave, quietly, and there, oh Lord, there I saw him at last, as plain as I see you. Saw who? said his wife, beginning to share in her husband's nervous terror. Why him, I'm telling you, said the shepherd. He was sticking halfway out of the cave, and seemed to be enjoying the cool of the evening, in a poetical sort of way. He was as big as four cart horses, and all covered with shiny scales, deep blue scales at the top of him, shading off to a tender sort of green below. As he breathed, there was that sort of flicker over his nostrils that you see over our chalk roads on a baking windless day in summer. He had his chin on his paws, and I should say he was meditating about things. Oh yes, a peaceable sort of beast enough. And not ramping or carrying on or doing anything but what was quite right and proper. I admit all that. And yet, 
What am I to do? Scales, you know, and claws, and a tail for certain, though I didn't see that end of him. I ain't used to him, and I don't hold with him, and that's a fact. The boy, who had apparently been absorbed in his book during his father's recital, now closed the volume, yawned, clasped his hands behind his head and said sleepily, It's all right, father, don't you worry, it's only a dragon. Only a dragon? cried his father. What do you mean, sitting there, you and your dragons? Only a dragon, indeed, and what do you know about it? Cause it is, and cause I do know, replied the boy quietly. Look here, father, you know we've each of us got a line. You know about sheep and weather and things. I know about dragons. I always said, you know, that that cave up there was a dragon cave. 